This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. GoDaddy is here to help you get your website off the ground. It's easy. Start today with your 199.com domain. Simply visit GoDaddy.com and use the promo code Rooster. That's GoDaddy.com and promo code Rooster. Some limitations apply. See website for details. So, Howdy, y'all. first of all, want to say thank you to everyone for showing up, coming out to our panel. Yeah. Um, Good Lord. I'm very, very pleased that, you know, Jerry and Mike have finally followed us to Australia. <laughs> We've been coming here for nine years, so thank you for joining us. Smile for you Bernie. Know, I was... I feel like I've been to Melbourne many, many times, but I looked, and this is actually only my fifth trip here. Really? Even though I feel like it's, it's almost like a second home. I love Melbourne, love coming down to Australia. Everyone here is always so nice. So that's the pandering part of the panel. <laughs> City's great. All right, move on. <laughs> <laughs> I so, just took three photos. I'm going to make a panorama, and then it's going to cost me about $12,000 to post it on Twitter from here. <laughs> Why don't you use the, the built-in panorama yeah, there's function? there's a panorama function. You can do that. What's that? There's a panorama thing you can do on your phone. No, no, fuck that. I'm old school, dude. All right. Good you going to run Photoshop on there? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'll just send it in three chunks and ask somebody to do it you for got me. got MS Paint on there. MS Paint. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I'm Gus. I'm Jack. And I am Bernie Burns. Burns. And we are all street passing like crazy, so please make sure you are... Uh, Jack doesn't. Jack doesn't. I don't do it. Pass, not yet. So not yet. When we wait, wait, wait. Stop so wait, wait, wait. Gus, you've got a blue 3DS, and Bernie, you've got a red 3DS. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Just wanted to point that out. Is there a problem with that? Yeah. Well. All right. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. You can do whatever you want. It's not canonical. <laughs> hey, we're hitting our mics pretty hard with peas, by the way. I just want to tell you, you guys that. I know. Okay. Fair enough. Bring it. All right, so what are we doing, Gus? What are we doing up on stage? Oh, I figured we were just going to get mad at each other. I, I, like, oh, after yeah. a 15-hour flight here, I'm <laughs> sure we have, like, built-in, built-up passive-aggressive things that we want to get off our chest. And, in fact, I'll start. Oh, great. So I tried for months uh-huh. to get you assholes to coordinate your <laughs> flight and hotel with me. No reply. Ne- never even a fucking reply to a single goddamn email I sent. Yeah. Eventually, I gave up, and I just forwarded you both my itinerary yeah. and my hotel. And then, like, the day before RTX, as we're moving in, Bernie starts texting me asking about hotel information. <laughs> like, literally, you had weeks to do it. And I booked mine, I think, the day before I left. So, <laughs> yeah. But we're all here. Yay, we're yeah. here in Australia. Which, I, which, I, I, which, I actually have the text conversation. Gus was preparing for our convention in Austin, RTX. It was our third annual RTX. He's there running the whole thing. He's trying to fill an entire convention center. And I decide that's the point when I'm going to start messaging him, asking him about Australia (laughs) hotels. And I said, hey, are we booking our own hotels in Australia or have they already been booked for us? He says, no, we are booking asshole. And I said, have you already booked yours? 
No reply for like two or three minutes, and then I replied back to myself, never mind, you're busy, I'll just go fuck off now. <laughs> I wish that there was a way you could see pressure sensitivity, like how tightly I was gripping the phone as I was reading your text messages, just like the anger building up and boiling over. I just recently discovered on the iPhone that you can like, when you're getting a phone call, you can deny the call, but then you can also like swipe up and deny it with reasons. Like yeah, you yeah. can send to the person saying, I didn't take your call for this reason or you that can? reason. Yeah. yeah. Gus, you need custom messages on that. Just yeah. like, I didn't take your call because you're you, and I hate you. <laughs> because obvious reasons. That's awesome. So, yeah. like our, so as a result of us not coordinating our booking at all, we're staying all over the city. We're not at the same <laughs> hotel at all, which created a nightmare for uh, the company that handles all of our distribution down here, yeah. Hanabee. Yeah. They were like, so what hotel are you staying at? I was like, well, I'm staying here. I don't know where these guys yeah. are staying. <laughs> I'm across the river. <laughs> yeah, we're all over the place. <laughs> yeah. To make it even more confusing, you and I are staying at two different versions of the same hotel. <laughs> <laughs> like you're staying at one Hilton, and I'm staying at another Wait, Hilton. So what, what happened with your taxi driver last night? Oh, so my God. <laughs> your taxi driver? Dude, so I, 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 we, were, we did press all day yesterday at the Crown. So after we finish all of that, I, I go down to get in a taxi. And I'm like, take me to the Hilton or whatever, like to the hotel name. He's like, where is that? I'm like, <laughs> that's, a good, that's the first bad sign when you get into a taxi driver. Yeah, I'm like, car. it's over there. Just go down, you know, Collins Street. <laughs> did he, did uh, he offer to let you drive? <laughs> <laughs> and then we get close to the hotel, and he's like, is it here? Where is it? Is it around here somewhere? He's like, the fuck, dude, I'm not from here. I'm like, it's over there. I see it. He's like, okay. He pulls up. And then he's like, oh, you mean this hotel? This is how you say it. He says it like a totally different wrong way. I was like, what the fuck are you saying, dude? <laughs> like, he's trying to offset the fact he couldn't find the hotel on me because I set the hotel name right. Oh, yeah, clearly it was your fault. You're fucking asshole. Are you trying to hide what hotel you're staying at? Um, yeah, absolutely. So um, um, I, I didn't understand why people didn't tip taxi drivers until I actually yeah. got in a fucking taxi in Melbourne. Dude. This has to be the worst taxi drivers I've ever experienced in the uh, world. On that same note, I will say, you guys, so you guys drink awesome here, right? So you guys are good drinkers. Why don't... There we go. Why don't, why don't restaurants here let you drink? Like, I've noticed that. Like, every time we'll like, order a beer and then we have to wait 45 minutes to get another beer. What well, happened? What's with that? We'd have to order pitchers for ourselves, I guess. Or we should just, we should just drink. Just go, yeah, go to a just pub, go to a, go a, to a pub, bar. Yeah. And, uh, I guess you can't drink a dinner here. Yeah, just drink. Have a just liquid, liquid dinner. <laughs> I remember last time we came here, uh, Brandon, who works with us at Rooster Teeth, works in works. He, uh, he came down with me, and he had never been to Australia before. And I said, I've got to warn you one thing about the Australian community. because they drink a lot. And he said, that's great. And I said, okay, you get to go to the hospital, not me. So I made Brandon my designated drinker. That's and awesome. Anytime anybody came up to me with a drink, I'd say, no, Brandon's drinking for me tonight. And then so they'd hand it to Brandon. I've never seen one person drink that much in my entire life. And, once, and then we got separated at one point in the evening, and Brandon texted me saying, Hey, uh, I'm having this, and there's a dog following me. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I said, what, are you okay? And he said, yeah, I'm just trying to remember how to get back to the hotel. And I just wrote back, what does that mean, trying? And then that was it for the rest of the night. And so I found him the next day, and he was half-lidded, and he was at a panel where he didn't say a single word. He just laid on the table for the rest of the time. So, so hopefully, who wants to be my designated drinker at the thing we're doing tomorrow night. Yes, some, yes, some yeah, volunteers yeah, right we, here. we got some people down the front row. Lots of volunteers. Okay. How, many, how many people here were at RTX? Really? Yeah, a few of you. Wow. All right. On the, way, on the way here, flying out of Austin, so I flew, I had a really fucked up flight. So I flew Austin to San Francisco to Sydney to Melbourne. Because it turned out it was faster than flying Austin to LA to Melbourne because there was no fucking layover at LA. So the Austin to San Francisco flight, I ran into someone from Sydney 
who, had been, who was at RTX and returning home. Then when I stopped in the Sydney airport and transferred from Melbourne, I ran into a totally different person who was like, who's coming to PAX who was also leaving from RTX, that's coming cool. back. I will say uh, no one died on my flight this time. Oh, that's, that's good. good. So I, I'm, I'm one for three on uh, trans-Atlantic, or trans-Pacific flights, I guess. Or someone died. So 33% of the flights you're on, somebody died. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's good, it's good ratio. No, it's, it's weird. Like uh, when I was at the airport coming, I was going from Sydney to Melbourne, and uh, I walked out to like the transfer area, and there was a guy wearing a Tower Pimp shirt. And I was like, oh, hey, man, what's up? Are you going out to PAX? And he's like, no, I'm going to Adelaide. <laughs> like, okay, cool. And it's like happened to be a fan. And I was like, All right, that's and that pretty person, kick-ass. his name was Gavin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, we're not go. starting that. So <laughs> we should probably take some questions from the audience. Real, real quick though, I want to get a, a quick survey. I have been, unfortunately, I've been to almost every single iteration of PAX, but I had to miss one of the PAX primes one year uh, for a family thing. Gus has literally been to every single iteration of PAX. PAX mm-hmm. East, PAX Prime, and now PAX Australia. Anybody in the audience has been to every single PAX? Our wow. Right. <laughs> that is an exclusive yeah. club. Are Jerry and Mike in here? They might be the only one. There's someone over there standing up. I'm curious. Did anybody travel down from the States to come to Australia to go to PAX? They're right there. Let's there we go. I, I did. Yeah. Do I count? I did, too. I'm going to Adelaide, though, so, with my Tower of Pimp shirt. <laughs> All right, so I see some <laughs> mics. Adelaide in the back. <laughs> hey, there we go. So I, I see some mics. Ad- Adelaide is a sister city to Austin. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Jesus. Holy. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're gonna, we'll do Q&A. If anyone has questions, you can go up to either of those mics. One and, question, uh, though, before you guys start lining up. We'll go ahead and line up because you already stood up. But uh, one question did everyone get a chance to see episode one of Ruby, which debuted today? Any, anybody seen it yet? It aired about, what, two hours ago, I think, for the public? I think you guys were all here in line when it, when it aired. No. It was good. <laughs> it was really good. Cool. You should check it out. It's a really good show. Just go to roosterteeth.com. <laughs> it's free to sign up and get to see it early. All right, so would you jump right into the questions, Mr. Burns? Uh, go for it. I'm going to speak. I didn't even pay attention to what time we started. I don't know what time. Uh, yeah, it it's Achievement Hunter O'Clock. Right. right over here. Let's do this guy first. Uh, hey there. Um, all right, over here. <laughs> well, welcome to Australia and all that. Thank you. Um, I, I've got a question for Jack. Hey. Um, I watched um, all the RTX um, stuff on. I think I know where this is going. Um, have you got revenge on Joel yet? I have not gotten revenge on Joel yet. So for those of you who haven't seen what happened at RTX, Joel somehow got a hold of my phone when I was signing. And uh, either through my girlfriend, who's in the front row, who I might, I'm a little curious about, or one of the, uh, the You're guardians. curious about your girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious that she might be in on it. Oh. Anyway, he swapped out the phone number that was attached to my phone with uh, one he had bought and then gave that number out at the podcast panel. Yep. <laughs> so my phone started exploding, basically. I, I had something like 700 text messages and about you know, 500, 600 phone, ma- or phone messages and about, I would say, four hours. Um, anyway, so yeah, it, basically it turned out Joel ruined my phone for a good day. But um, yeah, we, we figured it all out. I got to swap back around so I don't have to murder him yet. There will be retribution, though, and it will be swift. And, I like and, how you always describe it as retribution. Yeah. Why, why not well, revenge? Or why not, I'm going to get back at him. Literally, every time you talk about this, you use the word retribution. Because that's it's a, cool a very word. specific word you use. Why do you use that word because over sounds anything awesome. else? It sounds like it's something that, like a movie you'd hear. It sounds biblical. Like, there you go. You're going to start a play. You're going to throw frogs at him. My, my revenge will be biblical, so it'll work out nice. What so, does that mean? Biblical? It's based on the Bible. What do you mean your revenge is going to be biblical? <laughs> I'm sorry, what do you mean your retribution is going to be biblical? It'll be something big. i got to get back at him. 
Ball's in my court now. I got to do something to him next year at RTX. But why the word biblical? You're, you're, you're putting weird words. It's just it's a describe. It's an adjective. Frogs. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, I said. Say. Don't fucking steal my joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally exactly what I said like two seconds before you did. Everyone heard it. <laughs> Jesus. I do laugh. All right. All right. Anyway. Well, can I just say, Jack, if yes. you are waiting all the way until RTX next year to get your retribution, you're going to be too late. Because oh, I just want to point out that you did leave the States for two weeks, and you did give the key to your house to somebody else who also happens to know Joel. Oh, That's God, all I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm just now realizing this. Yep. <laughs> Jack has a new dog and a barbecue grill. So what's the hell? <laughs> uh, yeah, G'day, guys. Um, so my brother was one of those people who helped put Brandon into an uh, alcohol-induced coma last time. <laughs> uh, he's not here this year, but uh, I was just wondering, Bernie, would you ever think about doing another feature film? Uh, yes, I would. One of the great things about working at Rooster Teeth right now uh, is that we have so many different productions that no one production is kind of like the centerpiece for the company. Uh, and so that gives a lot of uh, room to develop new projects. And Matt and I personally and a lot of people in the company have always wanted to do bigger feature films. And so we now have an opportunity to do more things like that. Hopefully we'll be able to talk more about that soon. Excellent. V- very soon. Hope to see it. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, good day, guys. Um, firstly, I just want to thank you because it was through the Rooster Teeth website and the Who Will Wrestle Gus comic that I found out about Penny Arcade. So if it wasn't for you guys, I literally wouldn't be here. So, um, you know, it's just that gigantic community thing that I love so much about PAX and about Rooster Teeth. So thank you for making that. Cool, class. thank you. Thank you. We should get a commission. Yeah. <laughs> uh, secondly, I'd just like to ask, um, in your time at Rooster Teeth, uh, what would you say would be the most important lesson that you've learned? Not necessarily something that you use every day, but something like the something where you're like, yes, this for the rest of my life, I'll have to remember this one thing. I think respecting authority and liking your boss is really important. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that early on. Uh, I, I, there, there's an improv game where it's, it's yes and. You're basically like improv. The whole idea is just you say yes and. Just keep rolling. And that's kind of the philosophy behind Rooster Teeth. And at least the Chima Hunter is just like, all right, whatever we're going to do is keep going with it and just don't stop. And don't, don't stifle creativity. And so I think that's a big, a big thing in all of the company, honestly. That's what I've learned. Gus? I think it's to always deadbolt your hotel room door when on a trip with these guys. <laughs> <laughs> or on your hotel, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet or, thanks, Gus. Don't leave the key to your house with a personal friend all of Joel's. Right. Hi. Hi. Um, I know Ray, that that's loud. I know that Ray couldn't make it down, so I'd like to get us officially started if I can. Let's pax. Yeah. Okay, dude, you're done. No one else do that. Yeah. That was awful. That was a waste of time. No. Sit down. No. <laughs> no. Can I ask a question? Security. Did either, did either of you two understand anything he said before no. the Let's Pass? No. No. We might need a translator. <laughs> um, Bernie. Yeah. Uh, for the last um, ten years, you've been the head writer of Red vs. Blue. I'm old. Get to the point. Yep. Go ahead. <laughs> um, now you've turned someone else over to writing um, season 11. Yep. Um, how does it feel turning over your characters to someone else? Uh, it wasn't easy, but it's not the first time we've done it. Uh, you know, on this scope of Miles, Luna is writing season 11. Um, 
it's the first time it's been done on that level. Uh, but the first attempt to do that uh, was in season seven. I hired a young gentleman from the UK named Gavin Free uh, to direct Ooh. season seven. And so, and so it's, it's just a way to develop new people uh, in the company, but then also kind of take a step back and do a creative recharge. And there's always points in the storyline of RVB where, I don't know what that was. I don't know what just happened. It, Jack works for the NSA now. That's an American <laughs> joke. Never mind. Uh, but there's, there's always much to take a step back and do a creative recharge. And after season 10, when we wrapped up so many storylines, it seemed like a perfect time to do it. And then we have huge shows like Achievement Hunter, the podcast, now Ruby. Uh, it just seems like a great time to do it. But it is a little difficult. But, you know, it took us a long time to identify somebody like Miles, who knows how to write those characters so well. So uh, while it is hard, he's definitely the best man for the job. Yeah. Nice. Thanks. Mike. Hi, I uh, just want to say thanks for coming out. I know you guys come out a lot. Uh, it's the first time I've been able to sort of speak to you guys. It's uh, our first time talking to you. Yeah. yeah. Yay, awesome. Um, just wanted to ask about uh, things like Immersion and uh, The Gauntlet. Yeah. Um, recently been watching a lot of them again. Um, just want to know, I know you guys are in the process of doing more seasons of those. Um, what's the scale, like, from, like, first season, how much more, how... How much bigger is it going to be? It's going to be so much smaller. <laughs> so just, it's going to be two people with a handy cam. That's it. Commercial <laughs> <laughs> will just be people playing video games. <laughs> um, all of our productions in general, as the company grows, our productions grow as well. And we just want to do that. And a big part of that uh, is the work that everyone else does at the company. Particularly there's a guy we hired in the last year and a half. His name is Alan Abdeen. Uh, we have been trying to find, uh, if you guys know the inner workings of Penny Arcade, We've been trying to find, like, basically a person like Robert Koo, and that's a very hard person to find. Uh, and we have a lot of people at Rooster Teeth who overlap and kind of collectively do those business jobs. And Alan has been somebody that we've added in the last year who's gone out and found us great opportunities to increase our budgets, increase our production value, and all that. So I can tell you that the plans we have for Immersion Season 2 and Gauntlet Season 2 are, are, are just huge. Awesome. We're also, for Gauntlet Season 2, we're changing the format of the show. Um, I think we've talked about it a little, but there's going to be two Rooster Teeth teams, one team from the community, and then a team of YouTube celebrities. Uh, Freddie Wong is one of the people that's going to be on one of the celebrity teams, so we're really, we love Freddie. And so, awesome. that's good, dude. Thanks so much. Yeah. And, and for an example, I mean, episode one, or a new episode from uh, Emergence already come out, the race car one. Yeah. That's an example of, like... The increase in scale and capability. And, and, li and listen, I mean, I know the business stuff can kind of be boring sometimes, but Alan's work and him identifying that opportunity specifically with Kia, that is why that episode of Immersion was made. It's because that opportunity came up, and we did have Immersion, like, on the schedule, but then all of a sudden we had an opportunity to make that episode. So that's why that episode exists. That's one of the funniest things I've ever seen as well, that episode. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Um, hi guys, I came up with this question when I was outside and I saw another YouTube celebrity um, and I thought PAX is a great convention to be at, I'm glad to be here, there's a bunch of cool things to see and do. I presume you guys also think it's a cool uh, convention and you would like to do a lot of the things here. Nah, but, we're just getting paid. Um, <laughs> unfortunately for you guys though, everyone here probably is a big fan of you and I hope you guys love us. Unfortunately, yes, they're yeah. all yeah, big how fans. terrible. Oh, it's the worst thing ever. 
But um, do you guys like employ strategy so you can en- enjoy an event like this without just being swarmed by well, fans all the time? I and think the difference is we enjoy events like this differently than you enjoy events like this. You know, the enjoyment for us comes from meeting everyone and sitting down and actually putting faces to the anonymous posters on the internet. And, uh, you know, that's... That's fun for us. What's well, fun for me? I don't want to speak for these no, guys. No, no, no. You can stay anonymous. That's fine. <laughs> Some of you can. No, I mean, he's right. Because, I mean, when we make videos, we'll put them up on YouTube and we'll see this number. And it's like, all right, cool. You know, like a quarter million people. Like, oh, that's awesome. But then actually get to put faces to get to see a crowd of all of you awesome people. Like, that's this is the cool part. This is what I like doing. So that's we. that's what we enjoy about it. I, w- I wish I could walk the hall, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, I hope you enjoyed my question. Thanks. Cool. Thanks, <laughs> Thank you. All right. A plus plus. The most polite guy ever. Are we giving grades now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pass. This episode of the Rooster Teeth podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. GoDaddy is here to help you get your website off the ground. It's easy. Start today with your 199.com domain. Simply visit GoDaddy.com and use the promo code Rooster. That's GoDaddy.com and promo code Rooster. Some limitations apply. See website for details. Uh, hi there. Um, I was just wondering, what were the end results of Fit for RTX? <laughs> I won. <laughs> I beat Fit for RTX. <laughs> Jack found the shortcut. It was like a pipe war. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was great. Cut to the end. Uh, I don't think I think I, the, the I final think. analysis happened like right as we were flying down here. Um, so I think they're still collecting all the data, trying to figure that out. I want to say Jordan did really well. Yeah. Uh, yeah Kyle. Yeah, Kyle's Kyle best. kicked the shit out of everybody. Yeah. And he went from 8% body fat to 6% body fat. <laughs> so basically, fuck that guy, right? I mean, <laughs> he started at 8%, for God's sake. But yeah, I think, I think they're going to post the results of it online, I think. Okay, to get in like this. Did you, either of you guys do the thing where you had yeah. to, you yeah, get yeah. in the tube and they blow air on you to determine your body so, fat? So percentage? they have this machine they call a bod pod. And uh, we, we all sat in it, and it's just basically, it's like, it looks like an egg. It looks like the, um, the capsule from 2001, the little space capsule. Anyway, you get in it, and it like pressurizes, it shoots air at you, and it measures how much body fat you have. Uh, so that, that's what we did. We did it at the beginning of RTX, or at the fit for RTX, and at the end to analyze and figure out who the winner is. My experience with that was I went in this small room, and I put on a silver, like, Swim cap. What, what, yeah, like a swim cap, like this tight bald cap, essentially, because you had to cover your hair. And then you get, like, down into your skivvies and, like, tight, and then you get in this, like, pod and shut the door, and then the pod closes over the top of you. It's exactly... I said, this is when I was growing up in the 80s, this is what I thought I would be doing in the 2000s, <laughs> stu- stupid stuff like this. So I was, I was so happy that day. Well, the, the weird thing is, where, the place where we went to do it, it was, like, in a closet. That's, That's closet, yeah. closet. Closet's being very gracious yeah. and generous. So you walk room. in with, uh, with the woman who, does, who runs the machine, and then you're supposed to, like, strip down to compression shorts. I don't own compression. I don't even know what the fuck that is. <laughs> so I, like, take all my clothes. I get down to my underwear. And I'm, like, standing there in my underwear with this woman in this tiny room, like, getting in this pod, like, this future-looking pod thing. The room is so small. When there's two people in the room, you can't shut the door all the way. Yeah. Because yeah, somebody's blocking it. It's really uncomfortable. You're right really, on top of it. It's really other. awkward. So the results will be posted soon, but... Kyle's an asshole. That's basically yeah. the thing. That's what it comes down to. Hey, guys. I just want to shout out my friend, Sad Australia, who can't be here today, and he really wishes he could. Um, but I want to ask you, when you're ordering food and you're given the choice of mild, medium, hot, or extra hot, which is it? He wasn't asking you. <laughs> yeah. You're getting answers from the front row. Yeah. <laughs> What's your choice? Hot for me. I go mild. I'm going to say your friend's a jerk, because if you really wanted to be here, <laughs> he would have come here. That is true. So... I'm not. I'm not. Tell your jerk ass friend that I didn't answer your question because of him. 
Uh, g'day, guys. I just want to know, when people apply to work for Rooster Teeth for Achievement Hunter, what do you look for in their portfolio, their resumes? Well, specifically Achievement Hunter, I mean, we, we don't do your typical sort of hiring resume sort of process. Um, the, the, Ray's a great example. Like, Ray was in the community. He was a community hunter, which means he was submitting guides to us on our community channel. We recognized that he was making really, really awesome quality content, and after about a year of him doing that, we, start, we brought him in on our contract. And so we were paying him to make some guides. Then when it came time to actually like hire someone on full time, we looked at the community and it's like, well, Ray makes perfect sense. So it takes some time. So if it's something you want to do for Achievement Hunter, I would recommend going through the community route, you know, get a huge base of stuff that you've done that you can point to, be like, this is the stuff I've produced. And then, you know, when we are looking to bring in people, that's where we're going to be looking at. So. Well, it also helps you practice the skills that yeah. you need. So yeah. it's like cut editing the video, yeah, uploading the, it. The, 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 I look at the early Achievement Hunter stuff and it is horrible. I want to tear my hair out looking at it. And the, the more you do, the better you got to get. And so that's, that's what I recommend is just start making content. And it's like there's no, there's no excuse to wait. Start making content right now. The price of entry is nothing. It's like 100 bucks for an awesome HD capture card now. So just do it, you know, and start working on your own stuff. And so then, not nothing exactly. Like <laughs> 100 bucks. It's a lot less expensive than it was when I started. Really? Can I have 100 bucks? Give me 100 bucks then. It's nothing. <laughs> I would say the decisions we usually make to hire people, and when, you, when people typically ask this question, they mean people that they see on camera, like the Achievement Hunter guys, Red vs. Blue voice actors, podcast people, the, the, the crew of Ruby. Um, we do have a lot of positions that are very specialized in people you don't see. Uh, but a lot of times when we make the decision to hire somebody, it's not so much the decision of, hey, we have a position, we have to hire this person. It's like, we have to hire this person, someone that we've identified, like Ray or Monty. What can we do to make a position for this person? They would be a great fit. So it's not so much that we, we need a position filled, we go out and look for it. It's more like we've identified somebody that's doing something awesome and find a way to make room for him in the company. That's typically the way it's worked. Yeah, even like Michael. We found Michael on Reddit. And so like he did this, he did this video where he was chasing an orb in Crackdown 2. And it was one of the funniest <laughs> damn things I've ever the seen in my life. The funniest thing I've ever seen on the internet. It's, it's awesome. Like You should go check it out sometime. But... When I saw that video, I went and looked at his other YouTube videos like to see what else he had in his archive. And he had like 30 really funny videos there. But if, if I would have gone to his page, there was nothing there. I probably wouldn't have done anything. But because he had that archive and I'd seen he'd been consistent, I was like, all right. And so I actually dropped him a message on YouTube. And he, and he responded. And now he's working for us full time. We lost Bernie. We lost Bernie. He's gone. He's going to go pee. Um, <laughs> so Thanks, guys. Yeah, and they're, they're, like Bernie said, there's a lot of people you don't see necessarily on camera. Like, I think when most people here think of Rooster Teeth, they may think of 10 to 15 people, but there's 60 employees there. Yeah, you know, so if, if, you're, if, you're, if you're an accountant, you have a really good shot. I'll tell yeah. you right now. Yeah, the parking lot is way too full. We're going to start calling people. <laughs> All right. Over All right, right, over here. Uh, this is actually really awkward, but my question was for Bernie. Oh, uh, okay. Well, well, bye. 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 I guess. No, 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 Lee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll trade Shall you back in, until Bernie gets back. All right, I'm sure. I'm sorry he's so rude to, to leave during a, a panel. Oh, oh, just walk you guys away. Walk. Yeah, don't walk. You can just wait there. Yeah, yeah. Just wait next. he'll be back soon. Uh, it's okay. all right. All right. This, this would have involved Bernie, but I guess I'll just ask you two guys. All right. Jesus. All right. Here? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm selling I, this right here. This 3ds. If anybody wants one, <laughs> I still. Hey, someone just left it here. Finders keepers. Right? Uh, is that? Would you like to go? I'm sorry. I, I'm actually back there. I don't want to tell you what I'm trying to do back there. No so, God. Just, we just oh, God. something organically came up. Hi, you guys want to talk to me? What's up? Something organically. Hey, she has a question. She, she almost walked away because she was so distraught that you Ma'am, I don't blame you. I mean, I see the point of walking away from these two losers. Mm. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my question's for you. I was just wondering, what do your kids think about what you do? What, what do kids think about what, do, what, what do your, do your kids, kids think about what think you do? About what you oh, do. what do my kids think yeah. about what I do? Uh, they really, I mean, I'm a guy who plays video games all the time and... <laughs> 
um, you know, works on the internet. I mean, anyone who's under the age of 18, most people watch most of their content online. So my kids consume so much YouTube, more than television, um, that I can speak their language in a way that most other parents can't. They, they love it. You know, they struggle sometimes with, like, at RTX with... Um, you know, just like normal stuff of like mm. having to stand still and sign, you know, autographs or whatever for an hour at a time. But uh, other than that, no, they absolutely love it. Well, your kids signed autographs for an hour? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. They can't write, but yeah, they sign autographs. <laughs> uh, and I, I love like making videos. Like if you look on some of the early Achievement Hunter videos, I would make uh, Lego videos yeah. with my youngest, or my oldest kid, JD. Uh, he was eight at the time. Now he's 11. So we love doing stuff like that. Cool. Turn Thank off the you. comments, though, when we make those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. Over here. Hey, um, so Rooster Teeth is kind of in a state of growth, I would say, at the moment. But do you ever see a point where Rooster Teeth would kind of, or Achievement Hunter, would move into kind of game reviews and that sort of thing? We, we've been asked about game review stuff. And honestly, for Achievement Hunter, we'll probably never get into that realm because we don't like being critical of games as far as like being <laughs> like negatively critical of games. I'm, I'm nervous as to where Bernie is going right now. Um, as far as like like review stuff, I mean, if we're playing a game, that's because we like it, and so like we we you know if, if there's a game we don't enjoy, we'll take it out and keep go on to the next one. So if you see us playing a game, typically we're we're having a good time, unless it's Michael. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and like as far as review goes, I mean, honestly, there's so many out there that I don't know what one other voice will do. I mean, if we're talking about a game on the podcast, it's probably because we like it, you know. So listen to the podcast and the patch and watch Achievement Hunter stuff and. Yeah, that you can figure out what we like. When before we did Rooster Teeth and before we did Red vs. Blue, we uh, Jeff, Bernie, and I all collaborated on a game review website, um, and we gave a bad review to an Xbox game. And at the end of it, like we made a joke, you know, the reviewer like put it in the microwave and blew the disc up because he said that was more entertaining than actually playing the game. And like <laughs> one of the lead developers of the game emailed us, like wanting honest feedback, asking specifically what was wrong, so that he and his team could learn from it. And it made us feel really bad. Because <laughs> he said, you know, he had a team of like 50 people who spent, you know, a couple of years working on that game. And it was like, oh, shit, you know. I really feel like a huge asshole. And I felt bad about it for once. So uh, once. <laughs> that so, was your one time yeah. you felt bad. So we tend to, to focus on the positive and the things we like and celebrating that. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, Bernie. I was telling you the insight. <laughs> Magic. Cool. All right, over here. All right, welcome back to Melbourne. One. Thank you. Um, I wanted to ask, I, and I'm sure many of the people here, would love to go and grab a drink with you guys sometime. I was wondering if after the show you guys are going to be hitting up any pubs. And will yes. we see Drunk Bernie? <laughs> drunk Bernie? Are we going to see Drunk Bernie? No, Drunk Bernie only shows up about once a year, and he showed up at... Sober Bernie can't remember where he showed up. Uh, <laughs> he, showed, he showed up at PAX East. Was it PAX East? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot more to that happen. story, too. Like, we were at a very nice steak restaurant. You know, when they It was Italian. Food. What's that? It was an Italian oh, restaurant. Okay, oh, God, I forgot about this. Okay, I, I blocked this out of my Italian mind. Italian people can eat steak, Gus. Uh, oh, Jesus. And so, you know, those are nicely lit restaurants, which usually means the lights are down dim. When I went to the bathroom, I decided it would be a lot better if we could see in the restaurant. So I just went over and just went, zoop, with all the lights and uh, turned them on as bright as possible. And... Uh, Gus really saved me from being thrown out of the Dude, I was Italian steak restaurant. You probably don't remember, but I was you there as well. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't help. No, no you did. It, it was Jack and I were right yeah, there. It was the two of us. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no, everyone else just walked out. It was me and it was Jack yeah. and myself. No, I literally, because I went to the restroom, and then I came out, and I saw Bernie stumbling his way into it. I'm like, I'm going to wait here until he gets out, because I know something bad's going to happen. And then, sure then, enough. Then I walked out, and you stopped me, and you're like, you, you should help me. I think the manager's about to kick Bernie out. <laughs> no, this dude in like a suit, looks like a mafioso, is like walking up, kind of eyeballing us. I was like, oh, God, this is going to be bad. 
Yeah, that was fun. Drunk Bernie's awesome. Yeah. So, so how or where might we find you? What? In Melbourne. <laughs> Th- thank you very much. And so. I, almost assuredly, we will go to the Mana Bar at some point. Uh, yeah. I hope to see you guys there then. Thanks. Yes. Will we? What? <laughs> I gave them a small. We were talking about. I don't know if we have it ready or not, but oh, no. they're trying to show a video. And I hate to say that because if we can't show it, you guys will be mad. But it was Michael's first video that we found on Reddit, uh, if you've never seen it before. Oh, okay. Because uh, we were just talking about it. I happen to have that on my laptop because I love it so much. Uh, hi. My question is, with all the random stuff you guys do to each other, such as Gavin licking Gus's shingles or the prank Joel pulled on Jack last week, is there a line you guys try to draw and has anyone crossed the line? Oh, that or, doesn't matter. <laughs> if there was a line, no one gives a shit. That line is gone. What's the expression? We're so far beyond the line, the line looks like a dot to us. Yeah, um, yeah we, no, we, we, the, the rule we have at Rooster Teeth is that um, when we do interviews or we're on the podcast, it's harder because it's live stream now, or we do anything. We just say we're going to talk about whatever, but that each individual person has the right to say, I don't want that included. Like, I talked about something I shouldn't have talked about or something happened to me that I don't want on camera. Uh, and that lets people be more open and freeform when the cameras are rolling. Uh, and I think in the history of the company, we've only, uh, we've only had one thing that somebody said I don't want the shown mm-hmm. after it was made about them. And so it's been, been good. It's a little harder with the live stream podcast, I think, because it's, it is happening live, but... We've just got to the point now where we just don't care. Yeah, well, the live, the live stream is also a tiny fraction of the total reach. We do yeah. edit stuff out of the live stream. That yeah. happens. It, that does happen. <laughs> no one's noticed it. No one's called us on it before. Nope. Really? It's, it, it, it happens every now and then. It will now, though. <laughs> All right, over here. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So here's a video uh, we saw on Reddit of this kid, this angry kid in Jersey living in his parents' basement trying to get Crackdown orbs. If you've never played Crackdown, there's about 500 All right, Crackdown's two. I don't know why I torture myself with this game, but uh, 8,000 fucking collectibles. Let's do it! I'm gonna get this orb. I'm gonna get it! I listen to that voice. That's so different. All right. Come here, you son of a bitch! God damn it. Fuck! Look at this shit. Who put this in the game? Why? Here we go. Here we go. Oh, fuck. <laughs> He's, he's recording this with a down? video camera, by the way. Oh, you fucking cocksuck. <laughs> Look at this. Look at... Uh. <laughs> Damn it. You need to get up close yeah. to the... Uh, no shit. Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh, crap. No. No! <laughs> Get it, you son of a bitch! Come on! What the fuck? It like crawls until I get right near it, and then it just fucking goes and like goes into fucking like warp speed on me. Come on! I hate these fucking things. Damn it! I'm never gonna catch this fucking thing. It's definitely impossible. No, seriously, like, I don't think it's possible to get this fucking orb. I'd like to see one person on Xbox Live who got it, and if they say that they got it, you're lying. You- oh, my God. Come on! <laughs> you're fucking dead to me. What the fuck? I don't even know where it went. You fucking, you fucking piece of shit. You fucking, oh, shit. Yes, yes, yes! No! <laughs> 
I think, yeah. yeah. So you can see early hints of rage quit there. Uh, yeah, I think it was – so it was, we saw that video, and I think the next week we got him under contract, and the week after that, his Trials HD rage quit, which is the first one he officially did came out. So. Yeah, he was working was for us less than seven days after, after we saw that video. So Yeah, and it's been what, three years now or something? Two yeah, years. Two years, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it goes like uh, – I mean, we don't really – like. I don't want you to think we sit around at the company like have like a philosophy and we talk about that kind of stuff. But, I mean, we know the stuff we like and we know the stuff we don't like. Um, we were talking about reviews uh, before and not wanting to be negative. We don't ever want to be negative about stuff that people really like. I mean, we have fun and we talk shit to one another and we talk shit to people who like write into the show and stuff. But the other thing on the, the internet is that culture of ranting, and we never have liked ranting. And Rage Quits are, are one like rage show that gets close to that. But the, the element behind Rage Quit that we all love so much is that at the end of the day, Michael is just a terrible gamer. And uh, <laughs> he's not mad at the games. He's just mad at how bad he is when he's like playing Cat Mario. Cat Mario. Cat Mario. Mario? Yeah. Baby Dwagon. <laughs> all right. I actually remember back in a uh, couple of years ago, Melbourne Armageddon, you actually showed that video. First one I'd ever seen it. Now, my question actually has something to do with that uh, convention. Uh-oh. Whoa. All right. <laughs> yes, you should, be astra- you should be afraid. This is your son. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for retribution. <laughs> I was going to ask about your writing process, Bernie. Do you, like, have you ever tried glucose or anything like that before? I understand the question. What do you say? What's your, your, writing, your process? writing process. What's your uh, writing process? Uh, it's, do you use anything like glucose, anything like that for it? Because I know a guy. It's really hard to write with glucose, sir. I need a pen. <laughs> um, no, I just, uh, you know, it's like I usually start with a kernel of an idea. Um, I just recently did a video on the Let's Play channel called Game Time where I sit down with one person in the company and talk about what they do. And uh, the most recent one I did was we played Limbo, uh, Miles and I, and we talked all about the writing process uh, and the way that we approach things. And I, I, I talk with Monty about it a lot too. Um, I can just say briefly that in the early days of Red versus Blue, one of the greatest tools that we had was the closed world, and it was limited. And so it was, became a writing exercise, like Jack was talking about improv earlier, of we have a gun, we have a jeep, we have a skull. How do we make those things funny? And because we were limited, we, we didn't have everything, so that, did, that meant we couldn't do anything, you know, which sometimes can paralyze you. If you have every possible opportunity open to you, you kind of get paralyzed by the opportunity of that. Uh, and so that was one of the good tools. So I would say if you're looking at a tool for writing is just focus on, on one thing and then expand from there. That's what I'd recommend. You know, every time you talk about the skull, I always think about the, the contest to replace Simmons and uh, when Donut and the, the skull are competing and Donut's in, oh, yeah. <laughs> in your face, bonehead. That's, I think one of my favorite readings in all of Red vs. Blue is, uh, is Donut's exchange there. I like how I was answering your question. Gus made it about himself. That's nice. <laughs> I, I'm up here, too. I can talk. Uh, I, I just want to start by saying thank you for all the content that you give us, and I'm looking very much forward to Ruby, Day 5, more Gauntlet and Immersion, and you said that you're thinking about doing motion pictures, but there's one motion picture I haven't seen, and I was wondering if you've ever thought about releasing the schedule to your current community. Uh, No. Uh, Have we ever thought about it? We have thought about it, but we decided to not do it, Um, but there's a very specific reason why that is. We will never release the schedule uh, as it is, but that's not to say we might not go back and revisit that material. 
which is one of the reasons why we held on to that movie even when it was offered uh, to be purchased for, say, distribution or something like that. So the schedule was the first movie I ever made. I made it with uh, Matt and Joel back in college. It was like 1958 or something like that. <laughs> oh, look, yeah. did they cut off the lines? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's oh, the lines. there goes the lightning round. All right. Well, we can do a lightning round still. There's nobody at the things. What are we going to do? Ask the enforcers question? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, we'll get like 10 more people on each side. Go. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, I was just going to ask, what made you... This think- is really difficult, <laughs> dude. <laughs> this is really difficult. <laughs> no, putting your, mouth, putting your horse mouth up to the mic doesn't make it easier. <laughs> Um, I was just going to ask, what made you think of having two teams in the middle of a box canyon to them hunting down a director of an AI company? I was really drunk. Yeah. <laughs> um, or, yeah, <laughs> you know his mental process? He's thinking, I took off my horse mask. For this. <laughs> yep. Um, so what was it like going from a small, like, what is it, six or seven people recording lines in a closet to now having 60 people have this massive company, all these different products, and all these new, younger people coming in. Just what? What was it like? Going <laughs> Why are they going to be younger? Is he calling us old? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Parking's a nightmare now. It used to be a lot easier. Um, I, I don't know, Bernie. Well, the biggest you, you change is trying to describe it. It's like now when I describe the company, I don't have to say uh, I go in a spare bedroom every Thursday night with four of my friends and we record videos for the internet. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's not porn. I don't have to say that. <laughs> It's nice having to finish the description of your company and end with, it's not porn. So, that's probably the biggest, best change, I would say. Gus, what about you? You were um, there in those early days? Yeah. It's, 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 it's crazy. Like, uh, it, it, it's, it's weird to find so many different people who are so passionate about you know, what they're doing and, uh, and working on things together. It seems like we've been really fortunate with the people we hire that people are motivated to, to work on their own and... It's kind of like a herd of cats, I always say. It's like no one's really pushing them, but everyone's kind of moving in the, on their own in that same direction, which is really cool. That would be a great show for the internet, Herd of yeah, Cats. Herd of cats. <laughs> Do Thank amazing you. on Reddit. But Jack, I mean, Jack is, is if, if you ask me and Gus, we might describe Jack as one of the newer guys, but Jack was like employee number eight out of 60. So, yeah. you know, Jack's, like, Jack's one of the original guys. He's, yeah, yeah. The, like, there, I was sort of like that second gen, as I like to say, because it was basically Monty, myself, and Brandon all got hired within about six months of each other. And then Carrie came on, and then I think Miles after that, and then it kind of just blew up after that. But yeah, we hired three people in six months, and I thought we were going way too fast. I was like, <laughs> let's slow down, let's re- let's revisit this. Now we hired three people since we've been down here. Yeah, it's true. I knew we reached a weird point with that when the people that we hired started hiring people. That yeah. scared the shit out of me. Yeah, that's All like right. a nanobot problem. Do we, do we want to do a lightning round? Can we do it? Are the enforcers going to yeah. let us do a lightning All right. round? Enforcers, can we get ten people on each mic? How about that? I trust you guys. Ten people on each mic to ask super quick questions. We'll open it back up. So we're just going to answer ten questions each All side. Right. This is the lightning round. You've yeah. ever seen it. Real fast questions. Be ready to ask your question. Nothing too deep. Can I get a wireless mic? No, I feel like I need to stretch. No pushing. I'm going up to mic number one. Can I move All to right. mic number one for wireless? There you go. All right. All right. Are we ready? Right or left, Gus? A uh, lightning round. Left. Left. Bernie, have you been to Bernie yet to see the statue? Yes, I own it. Right over here. What's your favorite community out of all the countries and stuff? Favorite community out of My all neighborhood. the neighborhood? Aussies, Poms. Yeah. I have no idea what the hell you just said. Uh, can you sign my fan-made shoes? Yes, later. Yes, later. Over here. Will you guys ever bring the whole company down to Australia? That would no. be expensive. <laughs> do you think you'll do a uh, collab with the creatures? You want us to clap? 
With, there you go. Hey. Do you want a bottle of Jack? Yes. Yes, drinks, yes. <laughs> what is game night? Jack, did you get to keep the giant tower of pimps? Yes, it's in my garage. Will Jeff be on the podcast again? Probably no. not. Switch the body with anyone of the rooster teeth besides yourself. Like, I go to the restroom with anybody? What? No, switch, switch body. Got, oh, there we go. Yeah, grab the alcohol. Switch you've body. Got, I'm, I'm yeah, sick. like you've got your body, and then you have to switch with someone, like Freaky Friday. Uh, Alan, he's ripped. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, he's like Wolverine. Kyle, six percent body fat. <laughs> when can we expect the second episode of Ruby? And when will Day Z come out? Uh, uh, next, day five, sorry. Yeah, next week, and then Day Five's later this year. Okay. Will you show Ruby today? Yeah, it's on RoosterTeeth.com. There you go. Uh, Gus, when's the Gus Nest uh, podcast coming out? What? Oh, the Gus Nest, uh, sometime in the future, this year. All right. Uh, Jack, can you Achievement Hunter guys do a rhythm game Let's Play? Can- Ruby, and when will Day Z come out? Uh, uh, next, day Five, sorry? Yeah, next week, and then Day Five's later this year. Okay. Will you show Ruby today? Yeah, it's on RoosterTeeth.com. There you go. Uh, Gus, when's the Gus Nest uh, podcast coming out? What? Oh, the Gus Nest, uh, sometime in the future, this year. All right. Uh, Jack, can you Achievement Hunter guys do a rhythm game Let's Play? Can- Ruby, and when will Day Z come out? Uh, uh, next, day five, sorry? Yeah, next week, and then day five's later this year. Okay. Will you show Ruby today? Yeah, it's on RoosterTeeth.com. There you go. Uh, Gus, when's the Gus Nest uh, podcast coming out? What? Oh, What's... the Gus Nest, uh, sometime in the future, this year. All right. Uh, Jack, can you Achievement Hunter guys do a rhythm game Let's Play? Can... Ruby, and when will Day Z come out? Uh, uh, next... Day five, sorry? Yeah, next week, and then day five's later this year. Okay. Will you show Ruby today? Yeah, it's on RoosterTeeth.com. There you go. Uh, Gus, when's the Gus Nest uh, podcast coming out? What? Oh, the Gus Nest, uh, sometime in the future, this year. All right. Uh, Jack, can you Achievement Hunter guys do a rhythm game Let's Play? Can the Achievement Hunter guys what? Do a rhythm game Let's Play, like Rock Band or something. Do a rhythm game Let's Play? We've talked about it. (laughs) There you go. Did Joel sign the Tower of Pimps? He did not sign the Tower of Pimps. No, he can't. As far as I know. Jack, will you face me in a game of L5R? No, but I will. Okay. (laughs) All right, your jobs are awesome. What's one thing you hate about your jobs, though? Like, sometimes, I mean... Must one be thing we hate about what? Each other? Occupation. Hate about each other? Joel. What, we hate about Joel? No, Come on. Joel. <laughs> Really? Occupation. What do we like, hate about Joel? Everything. Do. Everything. All right. From Agent Washington in the front, uh, who's your favorite freelancer? Agent Washington in the front. Oh, Agent Washington in the front, yeah. Are we ever going to see the faces beneath the masks of the main cast of Red vs. Blue? Yeah, they're right here. Me and Adjust. Hey! hey! Lightning round! Thanks, everybody. Hey. All right. I just want to say it is amazing. Uh, Gus and I were talking about this yesterday. Neither Who one of us I? had. <laughs> we weren't. We don't. We don't include you in the conversation, oh, okay. so we don't. That's we're not cool, leaving it down to. No big deal. But we were. We were talking about how we. Gus and I, neither of us had been outside of the country before we started making Red vs. Blue and before Rooster Teeth started. So it really is amazing to us that we, this is now our fifth and sixth trip down to Australia to come see all of you. You guys are always so welcoming and so awesome. We couldn't be prouder to be part of the First PAX in Australia. Hope this event continues to run for years and decades. Thank you for coming out to the First PAX Australia, guys. Thank you.